Welcome back to this episode of Hip Hop History. This week we are talking about James Todd Smith, who was born January 14, 1968, in Bayshore, New York, to Andrea Griffith and James Lewis Smith Jr., also known as James Nunya. According to the Chicago Tribune, as a kid growing up middle class and Catholic in Queens, life for Smith was heartbreaking. His father shot his mother and grandfather, nearly killing both of them. When four-year-old Smith found them, blood was everywhere. In 1972, Smith and his mother moved into his grandparents' home in St. Albans, Queens, where he was raised. He suffered physical and mental abuse from his mother's ex-boyfriend Roscoe. Smith began rapping at the age of 10, influenced by the hip-hop group The Treacherous Three. In 1984, 16-year-old Smith was creating demo tapes in his grandparents' home. His grandfather, a jazz saxophonist, bought him $2,000 worth of equipment, including two turntables, an audio mixer, and an amplifier. During this time, Smith reconciled with his father, who made amends for a lot of things, by offering him guidance at the start of his music career. His mother was also supportive of his musical endeavors, using her tax refund to buy him a Korg drum machine. Smith has stayed that by the time he received musical equipment from his relative, he was already a rapper in his neighborhood. The kids grow up and rap. It's like speaking Spanish if you grew up in an all-Spanish house. This was at the same time that NYU student Rick Rubin and promoter manager Russell Simmons founded the then-independent Def Jam label. By using the mixer he had received from his grandfather, Smith produced and mixed his own demos and sent them to various record companies throughout New York City, including Def Jam. Including Def Jam. In the VH1 documentary Planet Rock, the story of hip-hop in the crack generation, Smith revealed that he initially called himself Jay Ski, but did not want to associate his stage name with the cocaine culture. The rappers who used Ski or Blow as part of their stage name, for example Curtis Blow and Joe Ski Love, were associated with the rise of cocaine culture, as depicted in the 1983 remake of Scarface. Under his new stage name, LL Cool J, an abbreviation for Ladies Love Cool James, coined by his friend and fellow rapper Mikey D, Smith was signed to Def Jam, which led to the release of his first official record, the 12-inch single I Need a Beat in 1984. The single was a hard-hitting, streetwise b-boy song with sparse beats and ballistic rhymes. Smith later discussed his search for a label, stating, I sent my demo to many different companies, but it was Def Jam where I found my home. That same year, Smith made his professional debut concert performance at Manhattan Center High School. In a later interview, LL Cool J recalled the experience, stating, they pushed the lunchroom tables together and me and my DJ, Cut Creator, started playing. As soon as it was over, there were girls screaming and asking for autographs. Right then and there, I said, this is what I want to do. LL's debut single sold over 100,000 copies and helped establish both Def Jam as a label and Smith as a rapper. The commercial success of I Need to Be, along with the Beastie Boys single Rock Hard, also in 1994, helped lead Def Jam to a distribution deal with Columbia Records the following year. Radio, his first album, was released to critical acclaim, both for production innovation and LL's powerful rap. Released November 18, 1985, on Def Jam recordings in the United States, Radio earned a significant amount of commercial success and sales for a hip-hop record at the time. Shortly after its release, the album sold over 500,000 copies in the first five months, eventually selling over a million copies by 1980. According to the RIAA, Radio peaked at number 6 on the Top R&B and Hip Hop Albums Chart and number 46 on the Billboard 200 Albums Chart. It entered the Top R&B and Hip Hop Albums Chart on December 28, 1985 and remained there for 47 weeks while also entering the Pop Albums Chart on January 11, 1986, remaining on that chart for 38 weeks. By 1989, the album had earned platinum status by the RIAA, with sales exceeding 1 million copies. It had previously earned a gold certification in the United States by April 14, 1986. I can't live without my radio and rock
Rock the Bells were singles that helped the album go platinum. It eventually reached 1.5 million copies sold in the US. With the breakthrough success of his hit single, I Need a Beat, and the radio LP, LL Cool J became one of the early hip-hop acts to achieve mainstream success along with Curtis Blow and Run DMC. Gigs at larger venues were offered to LL as he would join the 1986-1987 Raising Hell Tour opening for Run DMC and the Beastie Boys. Another milestone of LL's popularity was his appearance on the American Bandstand as the first hip-hop act on the show, as well as his appearance on Diana Ross's 1987 television special Red Hot Rhythm and Blues. The album's success also helped in contributing to Rick Rubin's credibility and repertoire as a record producer. Radio, along with Raising Hell in 1986 and License the Ill, also in 1986, would form a trilogy of New York City-based Rubin-helmed albums that helped to diversify hip-hop. Rubin's production credit on the back cover reads, Reduced by Rick Rubin, referring to his minimalist production style, which gave the album its stripped-down and gritty sound. This style would serve as one of Rubin's production trademarks and would have a great impact of future hip-hop productions. Rubin's early hip-hop production work before his exit from Def Jam to Los Angeles helped solidify his legacy as a hip-hop pioneer and establish his reputation in the music industry. LL Cool J's second album was 1987's Bigger and Deffer, which was produced by DJ Pooh and the LA Posse, which stands as one of the biggest selling career albums, having sold in excess of over 2 million copies in the United States alone. It spent 11 weeks at number 1 on Billboard's R&B Albums chart. It also reached number 3 on the Billboard's Pop Albums chart. The album features the hit singles I'm Bad, Revolutionary, I Need Love, LL's first number 1 R&B and Top 40 hit, Can Day, Bistol Hotel, and Go Cut Creator Go. While Bigger and Deffer, which was a big success, was produced by the LA Posse, at the time consisting of Dwayne Simmons, Daryl Pierce, and, according to himself, the most important for crafting the sound of the LP, Bobby Bobcat Irvin. Dwayne Simmons was the only one left willing to work on producing LL Cool J's third album, Walking with a Panther. Released in 89, the album was a commercial success with several charting singles. Going back to Cali, which had originally been released in the 1987 movie soundtrack Less Than Zero, I'm That Type of Guy, Big Old Butt, and One Shot at Love. Despite commercial appeal, the album was often criticized by the hip-hop community for being too commercial and materialistic, and for focusing too much on love ballads. As a result, his audience base began to decline due to the album's bold commercial and pop aspirations. According to Billboard, the album peaked at number 6 on the Billboard 200 and was LL Cool J's second number 1 album where it spent 5 weeks. In 1990, LL released Mama Said Knock You Out, his fourth studio album. The Marley Mall produced album received critical acclaim and eventually went double platinum, selling over 2 million copies according to the RIAA. Mama Said Knock You Out marked a turning point in LL Cool J's career as he proved to his critics his ability to stay relevant despite the misgivings of his previous album. He landed the role of Captain Patrick Zevo in Barry Levingstein's 1992 film Toys. LL won a Grammy Award for Best Rap Performance in 1992 for the title track. The album's immense success propelled Mama Said Knock You Out to be LL's top-selling album of his career as of 2002 and solidified his status as a hip-hop icon. LL also recorded a rap solo for Michael Jackson's demo of Serious Effect that remains unreleased but leaked online. After acting in the hard way in Toys, LL Cool J released 14 shots to the dome. The album had four singles, How I'm Coming, Backseat of My Jeep, Pink Cookies in the Plastic Bag Getting Crushed by Buildings, and Stand By Your Man, and guest featured label mates Lords of the Underground on NFA No Frontin' Allowed. The album went gold. LL Cool J starred in LL Cool J starred in In the House, an NBC sitcom, before releasing Mr. Smith in 1995, which went on to sell over 2 million copies. Its singles included Hey Lover, Doing It, and Lounge It. Hey Lover featured Boys to Men and sampled Michael Jackson's The Lady in My Life. The album also earned him a Grammy Award. Another song from the album, I Shot Ya Remix, included debut vocal work by Foxy Brown. From 1995 to 1999, he starred in his own television sitcom, In the House. He portrayed an ex-Oakland Raiders running back who finds himself in financial difficulties and is forced to rent part of his home out to a single mother and her two children, one of whom moves out with 
Hunter before the third season. In 1996, Def Jam released its Greatest Hits package, offering a good summary of LL's career, from the relentlessly minimalism of his early hits, such as Rock the Bells, to the smooth-talking braggadocia that followed. Classic albums including Bigger and Deffer and Mama Said Knock You Out are well represented as well. In December 1996, his loose cover of the Rufus and Shaka Khan song Ain't Nobody was included on the Beavis and Butthead Do America soundtrack and released as a single. LL Cool J's interpolation LL Cool J's interpretation of Ain't Nobody was particularly successful in the United Kingdom, where it topped the UK singles chart in early 1997. Later that same year, he released the album Phenomenon. The single included Phenomenon and Father. The official second single from Phenomenon was 4321, which featured Method Man, Red Man, and Master P, and introduced DMX and Cannabis. In 1998, LL Cool J played security guard Ronnie in Halloween H2O, the seventh movie in the Halloween franchise. In 2000, LL Cool J released the album Goat, which stood for the greatest of all time. It debuted at number one on the Billboard Albums chart and went platinum. LL Cool J thanked Cannabis in his linear notes of the album for the inspiration. In 1999, he co-starred as Preacher, the chef in the Rainy Harlan horror comedy Deep Blue Sea. He received positive reviews for his role as Dwayne Gittins, an undercover boss nicknamed God in Into Deep. Later that year, he starred as Julian Washington, a talented but selfish running back on a fictional professional football team, the Miami Sharks, and Oliver Stone's drama Any Given Sunday. He and co-star Jamie Foxx allegedly got into a real fistfight while filming a fight scene. During the next two years, LL Cool J appeared in Rollerball, Deliver Us from Eva, SWAT, and Mindhunters. LL Cool J's next album, Tin, from 2002, was his ninth studio album, tenth overall including his greatest hits compilation All World, and included the singles Paradise featuring Amiri and the number one R&B hit Love You Better produced by the Neptunes. Later pressing of the album added the 2003 Jennifer Lopez duet All I Have. The album reached platinum status. LL Cool J's tenth album, The Definition, was released on August 31st, 2004. The album debuted at number four on the Billboard chart. Production came from Timbaland, Seven Arlius, R. Kelly, and others. The lead single was the Timbaland-produced Headsprung, which peaked at number seven on the hip-hop and R&B singles chart and number 16 on the Billboard Hot 100. The second single was the Seven Arlius-produced Hush, which peaked at number 14 on the Billboard hip-hop and R&B chart and number 26 on the Hot 100. In 2005, he returned to television in a guest-starring role on the Fox medical drama House. He portrayed a death row inmate felt by an unknown disease in an episode entitled Acceptance. He appeared as Queen Latifah's love interest in the 2006 movie Last Holiday. He also guest starred on 30 Rock in the 2007 episode The Source Awards, portraying a hip-hop producer called Ridiculous who Tracy Jordan fears may kill him. L.O. Cool J's 11th album Todd Smith was released on April 11, 2006. It includes collaborations from 112, Genuine, Joel Santana, Tierra Marie, and Freeway. The first single was the Jermaine Dupri produced Control Myself featuring Jennifer Lopez. They shot the video for Control Myself on January 2, 2006 at Sony Studios New York. The second video, directed by Hype Williams, was Freeze featuring Life Jennings. In July 2006, LL Cool J announced details about his final album with Def Jam Recordings, the only label he was ever signed to. The album is titled Exit 13. The album was originally scheduled to be executive produced by fellow Queens rapper 50 Cent. Exit 13 was originally slated for fall 2006 release. However, after a two-year delay, it was released on September 9, 2008 without 50 Cent as the executive producer. Tracks that the two worked on were released to the internet, and some of the tracks produced with 50 made it to Exit 13. LL Cool J partnered with DJ K Slate to release a mixtape called The Return of the Goat. It was the first mixtape of his 24-year career and includes freestyling by LL Cool J in addition to other rappers giving their rendition of his song. LL Cool J appeared in Sesame Street's 39th season, introducing the word of the day, unanimous, in episode 4169, September 22, 2008, and performing the Edition Expedition in episode 4172 on September 30, 2008. A track titled High Haters was leaked onto the internet on June 1, 2008. The song contains LL Cool J rapping over the instrumental to Mano's High Hater. He toured with Janet Jackson on her Rock Witch tour.
Tour, only playing in Los Angeles, Chicago, Toronto, and Kansas City. Since 2009, LL Cool J has starred in the CBS Police Procedural NCIS Los Angeles, the show is a spinoff of NCIS, which itself is a spinoff of the naval legal drama JAG. LL Cool J portrays NCIS Special Agent Sam Hanna, an ex-Navy SEAL who is fluent in Arabic and is an expert on West Asian culture. The series debuted in autumn of 2009, but the characters were introduced in an April 2009 crossover episode of The Parent Show. In 2013, LL received the Teen Choice Award for Choice TV Actor Action for his work on the show. In September 2009, LL Cool J released a song about NCIS TV series. It is a single and is available on iTunes. The new track is based on his experiences playing Special Agent Sam Hanna. The song is a musical interpretation of what I felt after meeting with the NCIS agents, experienced Marines, and Navy SEALs, LL Cool J said. It represents the collective energy in the room. I was so inspired I wrote the song on set. At South by Southwest in March 2011, LL was revealed to be Z-Trip's special guest at the Red Bull 3 Style Showcase. This marked the beginning of a creative collaboration between the rap and DJ superstar. The two took part in an interview with Carson Daly where they discussed their partnership. Both artists had promised future collaborations down the road, with LL calling the duo organic. One early track to feature LL's talents was Z-Trip's remix of British rock act Kajaban's single Days Are Forgotten, which was named by influential DJ Zane Lowe as his hottest record in the world and received a favorable reception in both Belgium and the United Kingdom. In January 2012, the pair released the track Super Baller as a free download to celebrate the New York Giants Super Bowl victory. The two have been touring together since 2011, with future dates planned. On October 6, 2012, LL Cool J released Ratchet, a new single from his upcoming album titled Authentic Hip Hop. Following that, on November 3, 2012, LL collaborated with Joe and the production duo Trackmasters on his second single, Take It. On February 8, 2013, it was announced that the title of LL's upcoming album would be changed from Authentic Hip Hop to Authentic, with a new release date of April 30, 2013. A new cover was also unveiled. At around the same time, it was announced that LL had collaborated with Van Halen guitarist Eddie Van Halen on two tracks on the album. In 2013, LL co-starred as a gym owner on the sports dramedy Grudge Match. Since April 2015, LL has hosted the show Lip Sync Battle. He played Beth's father in Neighbors 2, Sorority Rising, and was shown in the trailer for the film, but his scenes were cut out of the final product. On October 16, 2013, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced LL Cool J as a nominee for the inclusion in 2014. In October 2014, LL announced that his 14th studio album would be called Goat 2 and would be released in 2015. LL stated that the concept behind the album was to give up-and-coming artists an opportunity to shine and put himself in the position where I have to spit bars with some of the hardest rhymers in the game. However, the album was put on hold. LL Cool J explained the reason for it, saying, It was good, but I didn't feel like it was ready yet. On January 21st, 2016, LL received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. In March 2016, LL announced his retirement on social media, quickly walked back his announcement, and indicated that a new album was on the way. LL hosted the Grammy Awards show five consecutive years, from the 54th Grammy Awards on February 12, 2012, through the 58th Grammy Awards on February 15, 2016. In October 2018, LL was nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. In September 2019, it was announced that LL had re-signed to Def Jam for future album releases. His upcoming album will be produced by Q-Tip. LL hosted the 2022 iHeartRadio Music Awards on March 22, 2022, while LL Cool J first appeared as a rapper in the movie Crush Groove, performing I Can't Live Without My Radio. His first acting part was a small role in a high school football movie called Wildcats. LL Cool J worked behind the scenes with the mid-1980s hip-hop sportswear line Troop. LL launched a clothing line called 
Todd Smith. The brand produced popular apparel. Designs include influences from LL's lyrics and tattoos, as well as from other icons in the hip-hop community. LL has written four books, including I Make My Own Rules in 1997, an autobiography co-written by Karen Hunter. His second book was a children-oriented book called The Winner Is, published in 2002. In 2006, LL and his personal trainer, Dave Scooter Honig, wrote a fitness book titled The Platinum Workout. His fourth book, LL Cool J Hip Hop Stars, was co-written in 2007 with hip-hop historian Dustin Sheikle and public enemies Chuck D. LL started his own business in the music industry, such as the music label in 1993 called POG, or Power of God, and formed the company Rock the Bells Produced Music. With Rock the Bells label, he had artists such as A Myth, Smoke Man, Notice, Chantel Jones, and Simone Stark. Rock the Bells Records was also responsible for the Deep Blue Sea soundtrack in 1999 for the movie of the same name. Rufus Scola Waller was also signed to the label, but was released when the label folded. LL Cool J founded and launched BoomDizzle.com, a record label social networking site launched in September 2008. The website accepted music uploads from aspiring artists, primarily from the hip-hop genre, and, and the site's users rate the songs through contests, voting, and other community events. In March 2015, LL also appeared in an introduction to WrestleMania 31. Radio's release coincided with the growing new school scene and subculture, which also marked the beginning of hip-hop's golden age, and the replacement of old-school hip-hop. This period of hip-hop was marked by the end of the disco rap stylings of old school, which had flourished prior to the mid-1980s, and the rise of a new style. Radio served as one of the earliest records along with Run DMC's debut album to combine the vocal approach of hip-hop and rapping with musical arrangement and riffing sound of rock music, pioneering the rap-rock hybrid sound. The emerging new school scene was initially characterized by drum machine-led minimalism, often triggered with elements of rock, as well as boasts about rapping delivered in an aggressive, self-assertive style. In contrast to the lengthy, jam-like form prominent throughout the early hip-hop, Kington III rappers delight the breaks as examples. New school artists tended to compose shorter songs that would be more accessible and had potential for radio play, and conceived more cohesive LPs than their old-school counterparts. The style stand by LL Cool J's radio. A leading example of a new school sound is the song I Can't Live Without My Radio, a loud, defiant declaration of public loyalty to his boombox, which the New York Times described as a quintessential rap in its directiveness, immediacy, and assertion of self. It was featured in the film Crush Groove in 1985, which was based on the rise of Def Jam and the new school acts such as Run DMC and the Fat Boys. The energy of hardcore delivery and musical style of rapping featured on radio, as well as other new school recordings by artists such as Run DMC, Schooly D, T La Rock, and Steady B, proved to be influential to hip-hop acts of the golden age, such as Boogie Down Productions and Public Enemy. The decline of old-school form of hip-hop also led to the closing of Sugar Hill Records, one of the labels that helped contribute to early hip-hop and that, coincidentally, rejected LL's demo tape. As the album served as an example of an expansion of hip-hop's musical artistic possibilities, its commercial success and distinct sound soon led to an increase in multiracial audiences and listeners, adding to the legacy of the album, and hip-hop as well. In 2017, LL Cool J became the first rapper to receive Kennedy Center honors. In 2021, he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with an award for musical excellence. Now let's go over the GOAT's discography, filmography, and his television appearances. Radio in 1985, Bigger Endeavor in 1987, Walking with a Panther in 89, Mama Said Knock You Out in 90, 14 Shots to the Dome in 93, Mr. Smith in 95, Phenomenon in 1997, Go in 2000, 10 in 2002, The Definition in 2004, Todd Smith in 2006, Exit 13 in 2008, and Authentic in 2013. Also, LL has been on Instagram teasing a new album soon to come, or maybe not. Now, Filmography, Crush Group in 1985, Big Fun in the Big Town, and Wildcats in 86, The Hard Way in 91, Toys in 92, Out of Sync and Eyes on Hip Hop both in 95, The Right to Remain Silent in 96, Touch and Baths in 97, Caught Up, Woo, and Halloween H2O 20 years later. 
later, all in 1998. Deep Blue Sea, Into Deep in Any Given Sunday in 99. Charlie's Angels in 2000. Kingdom Come in 01. Rollerball in 02. Deliver Us from Eva and SWAT in 2003. Mindhunters in 04. Edison and Slowburn in 05. Last Holiday in 06. The Man in 07. The Deal in 08. The Grudge Match in 2013. Television appearances include The Adventures of Pete and Pete in 94. In the House from 95 to 99. Oz in 98. House in 2005. 30 Rock in 07. World War 2 in HD in 2009. NCIS in 2009 and 2013. NCIS Los Angeles from 2009 and is currently still airing new episodes. Hawaii 5 in 2012, he was in the same character in all three of these programs. Lip Sync Battle as the host from 2015-2019, American Dad in 2017, NCIS Hawaii and BMF in 2023. LL popularized the term GOAT. LL is a legend in two games like Pee Wee Kirkland. Look it up if you don't know. LL really is the GOAT. Every rapper post LL wanted to be LL. I mean, ladies love cool James. I still want to be LL. Are you kidding me? He continues to grow and expand the business he created called Rock the Bells. He is still heavily influenced in hip-hop and Hollywood. LL is really that guy. I don't think enough good things can be said about the man. He is really all about hip-hop. He is consistently showing up and showing out for the culture. Even when he was hosting the Grammys, he was still very much hip-hop. LL is the GOAT. Thank you, LL, for always showing up for hip-hop. Thank you, LL, for everything you've done for hip-hop. I mean, things you did in 84 and 85 are still being repeated today. Thank you for being you, authentically you. Thank you. And thank you for listening to this episode of Hip-Hop History. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review where possible. Thank you, and have a great day.